Hello creators and welcome back. It is so good to be back chatting with you again here on the Creator Club podcast. As you may or may not have noticed, I took a break for a few weeks over the holidays. I needed some time to reflect, plan my content for 2021, and figure out what my priorities are going to be going forward. And I'm so excited that one of those priorities is going to be starting to focus more on this podcast in the new year, this year. I have some big plans for marketing it and growing it and hopefully continuing to be able to pour more effort in here. I really believe in the value of this format. I know I can teach so much more in a podcast episode than I can in a single YouTube video most of the time, just because they can be so much longer. And I know because I've heard from many of you that these episodes have been helpful. Plus, I just love to listen to podcasts myself. That doesn't mean that I'm slowing down on YouTube though. I'm gonna be sharing more about that later on in the episode. Today is all about how to achieve your New Year's goals for social media for real this time. And so what better way to illustrate strategies and systems for achieving goals than telling you about my goals for 2021. We've all been there bright eyed and bushy tailed at the beginning of a new year, making big plans for our businesses. And we've also all been there mid May, looking back, wondering what happened to all those ideas we had. Life gets busy and it's always easier to keep doing what you've always been doing. Avoiding change and trying new things is kind of human nature. So today I'm going to share my best advice and strategies for actually implementing these goals that you have in your mind right now and how I've done it in the past and how I plan to do it the same way in the new year. So I think we're all ready for a change after the wild ride that was 2020. And so we all look forward to the new year with hope. And I hope that this can be your year to go after your social media and business goals. And I'll be right there with you with weekly advice here on Creator Club every step of the way. All right, let's roll the intro and get into our first episode of 2021. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast. I'm your host, Katie Steckley, YouTube creator and creative entrepreneur. The Creator Club podcast is a workshop style show dedicated to teaching creators and entrepreneurs the best strategies for social media marketing and content creation. Whether you're into Instagram, creating on YouTube, trying TikTok or producing podcasts, this show is made for you. And because here at Creator Club, we believe in teaching everything you know, and the community is more important than competition. This club is open to everyone. Come and join us. The first step and the most important step in making your goals happen is to start by developing goals that are what you actually want to do. Now, I know this might seem obvious, but let's be honest. How many times have you written down get healthy or double my Instagram followers as a new year goal? Okay, I've done it a million times too. (laughs) Don't feel bad. But how often do you stop and ask yourself if that's actually what you want to pursue? There are so many external pressures about how we should act, look, how many followers we should have or how much money we should have. It's so important to reflect and look inward to figure out if the goals you're writing down are actually your own or if they are society's goals for you. So really think about it. Ask yourself why you want to pursue whatever goal you have in mind and make sure that it's a part of the bigger picture. Often goals we create for ourselves are stepping stones to a larger why. So I want you to think about what that why might be for you. 
So for example, one of my goals might be to get to 25,000 Instagram followers this year. I don't want to do this just for the sake of having 25,000 followers. Like what does that get me? Right. But rather this goal is a part of the bigger picture for me. I know that more Instagram followers for me equals more consistent leads for my business, a bigger pool of people from which to find potential clients. It also means more potential brand deals, which is another form of income for me and my business. And ultimately it's really about the growth of my business, but growing my audience is going to be a part of that. So that's just what I mean for you to think about when you have these goals, something like get to 25 K Instagram followers, make sure that you're asking yourself why you want that. And if that's actually going to be helping you with your, with your bigger goals. So, and I think that's going to be the case for a lot of your more action oriented goals, like the specific ones where you have a very certain metric you're trying to reach, right? So another one of my goals is I want to be a guest on 12 different podcasts this year. That's ultimately again about audience growth for my own podcast, which then equals growth for my business, more potential customers, more potential brand deals, etc. So it all kind of pieces together into the, the bigger picture of me wanting to keep growing my business, make it into something even more sustainable and reliable than it is now. So think about what that overarching big picture goal is for you and make sure that those smaller goals are actually fitting into it. And Chances are they will, but you might end up actually thinking about your goals in a different way. So right now you might be thinking about, oh, I need to get to 10K Instagram followers. And if you really ask yourself why, the answer might be because I want to feel validated because I want to have that K in my profile. I I want to feel like I'm a legit Instagrammer. And that's okay. A lot of us do have those feelings. It's okay for that to be the initial underlying reason. But maybe when you think about it a bit more, you'll realize actually the reason why I want 10K followers is so then more people know about my photography business, you know, if that's you, then I can have more potential clients and my business can grow or Maybe it's, I can share my message more widely, whatever it is for you. I think that doing this exercise might actually connect you with that deeper why, which ultimately it it ensures that your goals are aligned with what you want to be doing, like your kind of bigger picture underlying goal or dream. But it also gives you a little bit more drive and passion when you make that connection. Because when I just think about, okay, I'm trying to get 25K Instagram followers, that doesn't necessarily feel like something I can connect with or feel motivated about. But if I say, okay, but this is going to be a way for me to make this business grow even more. It's going to ensure that I don't have to worry about where my clients are coming from, like whatever it is, then I really understand the importance of that goal. And I'm going to work towards it even more passionately and with more motivation. So think about what goals are important to you and what goals are actually going to help propel you into the life that you want to live. One way I like to think about this is I like to visualize myself a year from now. So when I'm thinking about what my new year resolutions are, what my goals are, I imagine myself as already having achieved those goals, like in the future. And I ask myself, how do I feel now that I have 25k Instagram followers or whatever the the goal is? How has my life changed? How is this change my business or my lifestyle? How do I feel about it? And getting a really clear and good visual on that will help you figure out if the goals you've chosen are the right ones. Because if you visualize yourself with 10K Instagram followers, like let's just say, for example, if you're in a position where you don't really have a business established yet, you're just kind of trying to grow an Instagram because you feel like it'd be cool to be an influencer, like no shade, there's nothing wrong with that. I have been there. But 
then when you picture yourself with 10K followers, you might realize, hmm, what has that actually changed? How has that actually impacted your life? Maybe it, it won't have done much. And then you'll realize that maybe this goal isn't actually helping you work towards the life that you want. However, if you are in a position where you're like, no, you know what? I've set up my business. I know how I'm getting clients or I know how I'm going to pitch brands to get brand deals. And then you picture yourself having gained those 10K followers. Then you can really visualize yourself as like, okay, I've done a couple brand deals and I have clients for my freelance work or whatever. I think that this visualization activity will really help you piece together what impact are these goals that you're setting actually going to have on your life. And then having that clear picture is just going to help you work towards that even better because you're going to know what the outcome is, like what good impact it's actually going to have on your life. So just take a couple minutes and think about what does Katie a year from now, well, not Katie for you, but you know what I mean? (laughs) What does myself a year from now look like, think like, feel like, because I've achieved these goals. Are you thinking about starting a podcast? Maybe a YouTube channel is more your speed or even just video content for Instagram. Whatever content you're creating, you'll be looking for catchy and dynamic music to go with it. And we all know by now that using copyrighted music in your content is not going to fly on your favorite platform. That's where Artlist comes in. Artlist is my platform of choice for finding music for my YouTube videos, podcasts, and my clients' podcasts. With one simple subscription, you have access to a library of awesome tracks, and the best part is you have full permission to use them everywhere. That's right, everywhere. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, even in paid client projects. Artlist's revolutionary licensing system and extensive music and sound effects library makes it the go-to option for content creators. Get two months free of Artlist when you use my exclusive affiliate link, katiesteckley.com slash Artlist. That's katiesteckley.com slash A-R-T-L-I-S-T. Now that you have figured out what your goals are and you're sure that these are the ones that are going to help you work towards your dream life, your bigger picture goals, it's time to start to decide on timelines for these goals. When do you want to accomplish them and when do you want to start working on them? Now, the reason why I want to talk about this is because we're all in such a mode of like, let's set goals for the new year. These are my goals for all of 2021. And that's fine. I I think about goals that way too. But I also think it's good to think about it in a shorter term, like maybe set some goals for the first quarter, like January, February, March then maybe set goals again for the next quarter after that, or maybe set some like midway point goals for June. The reason why I suggest this is because realistically, if you have a goal for the entire year, that's a long time and you might not actually be as passionate about it by halfway through the year. Maybe it's something that actually won't even take you a year to do. So that's why I think setting some shorter term goals and then checking in and then maybe resetting more goals for further down the line is a good way to do it because your priorities might change, circumstances might change, and then you want to just make sure that you are working towards things that are realistic and actually make sense for you in that time. Also, for some of these goals, maybe you want to do them by the end of the year, but maybe you don't actually have to start working on them until like June or something to actually accomplish them, right? It kind of depends on what it is. So just try to think about timelines and don't feel pressure to fit into this box of like, okay, it's got to be for the whole year. Think about what actually makes sense. Now, the reason why it's important to think about timelines and when things are going to happen is because now we shift gears from the thinking about goals, dreaming up goals, visualizing ourselves, all that fun stuff into the practical, the tangible. So that's why you need to have actual timelines in mind because my next step is going to be talking about how we get this done. 
okay? So think about that, think about your timelines, when it actually makes sense to complete them. And now let's dive in to the next step, which is we're gonna make a plan to actually do the stuff that we need to do and make this happen, okay? So I think now's a good time for me to tell you about my goals for 2021. I have a set of goals for my content, like my marketing kind of, and then goals for my business in general. For today, we're gonna stick just to my social media content because I think that's most relevant to what today's episode is about. So yeah, let's talk about my 2021 goals. And I think that'll give you a real tangible example of what I'm working towards. And then I can kind of walk you through, here's how I'm actually gonna make that happen. Like this is my implementation plan. And that's why it's important for you to have a timeline. Cause these, in my mind, I've established what that timeline is gonna be. And therefore I then know how I can schedule it into my life to implement them. Okay, hopefully that makes sense. So that being said, let's dive into my 2021 goals for my social media content. So. I've kind of broken these goals down into categories based on each platform. So they're gonna sound vague kind of at the surface level, but then within each one, I kind of have a few, what some people might call smart goals, if that's not totally cliche at this point, but you know what I mean? Things that are specific, measurable, etc. So yeah, the first category of goals is to grow my podcast. I am very excited about the world of podcasting and honestly I have been for a while, but it's just, I've never really given myself the permission to make this a priority and this year I am going to. So within my category of grow my podcast goals, I have one reach 10,000 monthly downloads. If you're curious, I'll be totally transparent with you right now. We're right around like 2,500 monthly downloads. So that would be like a four times growth or whatever. I think it's possible. Hopefully, I'll tell you how I'm gonna do it later. Number two is reach and then stay in the top 50 marketing podcasts in the US. Right now, Creator Club is floating right around like 67 or something like that. So I know it's possible. You can help me by rating and reviewing it if you want. And number three is get my first brand deal for a podcast. If you are a close listener, you might be saying, Katie, but I've heard you do ads on this podcast. Those are actually just little promos for my favorite companies that I have an affiliate link for. So I've never done like an official, official brand deal for the podcast. It's just me shouting out some of my favorite companies. So yeah, if you are curious, like Artlist and, and whoever else I talk about, they don't ask me to, to do that. I just like to give shout outs to stuff that I actually use and I have an affiliate link for. So Anyway, that's a tangent, but the point is grow my podcast. I want to reach 10,000 monthly downloads, stay in the top 50 marketing podcasts in the US and get my first brand deal for a podcast episode. Okay, so that's category one. The next category is grow my TikTok. So the first goal under that is post to TikTok five times a week. That is a big one. It's going to be a big commitment to do that, but I think it is very important. And my second goal for that is pass 15,000 followers on TikTok. Right now, I'm right around 7,000. Now, to be totally honest with you, with this goal, I was so close to writing down like 50,000. I was like, come on, TikTok is known for its explosive growth. Why couldn't I like, you know, even outpace my YouTube channel in terms of how many followers I have on TikTok? I hope that I can. I feel like my, like, I guess, real dream or underlying goal is like, I do really want to pass that by a lot, but 
I think it's important to be realistic and have something that feels attainable. And I think that 15,000 feels a lot more attainable than 50,000. And, and I think that's actually a good lesson to take away is like, it's great to dream big and obviously I do, but it's also important to have something that feels like you can do it. Because if I wrote down past 50,000 followers on TikTok, it would be very easy like two weeks into the year to say, mm, I'm never gonna be able to do that. So uh, never mind <laughs> and give up, right? So that's why it's important to keep it realistic. Okay, so that's my TikTok goals. Now, I guess I could speak to a little bit why those goals are important just to explain quickly, because like I was saying earlier, you know, what's the value of having 15,000 followers on TikTok? We're not doing this for vanity metrics. The reason why TikTok's important to me this year is because I see Reels and TikTok as just continuing to be a more and more important aspect of the social media landscape. And I think that for me as a social media educator, somebody who's trusted in the space, somebody who creates content and strategy for clients, I need to be practicing what, what I preach and really putting time and effort into TikTok. Like I obviously know a lot about it. I know the principles of it, but I need to actually like apply that to myself. So partially it's for credibility and research. And also because I do think it would be another good source of, of client leads. So that's kind of why I'm thinking about TikTok this year. So my next category of goals for 2021 is develop more engagement and consistency on Instagram. So notice how that's actually not really about gaining followers. It's, it's about nurturing my existing audience because I feel like I've left them out in the cold for too long. So here are my like actual tangible goals within that category. Number one, spend an hour a day engaging on Instagram. Yeah, that's going to be a lot. I'll be honest with you. That is what I've been aiming to do for a long time, but I've never fully done it because it's a long time, but I know how important it is. And um, with the number of DMs I have, there's no reason why I can't spend that much time just talking to people on Instagram. That brings us to number two, which is reply to all DMs and comments every day. Like I would love to have inbox zero in my DMs when I go to bed at night. I just would feel better about my response rate because I have unopened DMs from like four weeks ago right now. <laughs> that makes me feel guilty. So yeah, I think that's also just important for building relationships and all that kind of thing. So that relates very well to number three, which is build relationships with potential clients through IG. So I really think that Instagram is going to be an important place for me to network, to find more clients. Obviously I do I'm very fortunate to have a pretty much constant stream of client inquiries coming in from people that find my YouTube videos or from podcast episodes or whatever. But I want to be able to network with some, what I would consider like higher ticket clients or just people that might not find me because, you know, like a lot of big influencers or whatever, those are my best sort of clients and they don't necessarily find me because they're not maybe looking on like how to start my own podcast. They just want to hire someone to help them, right? So that's why my tutorials might not necessarily find them. And so networking would be a really good way to bring in those kind of like premium level clients. That's kind of my strategy behind this Instagram engagement stuff. So that brings us to category five, I guess. There's this four, increase engagement on YouTube. We've talked about podcasts, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. It's number four. Okay, so here are my three like tangible things. Number one, every video to pass 10,000 views within one week. This is vulnerable, guys. I'm sharing, this is like a bit of an insecurity of mine, I'll be honest, because my YouTube videos do not perform very well. Like objectively, I think that's true compared to the number of subscribers I have, and I'm still figuring out exactly why that is. I'm experimenting, watching lots of videos, trying to absorb the wisdom of Catherine Manning from her channel, and just figure out like, 
how can I get these videos to reach a larger audience? Because I do think that they're very valuable. There's just something about what I'm doing that's not quite uh, hitting right. So anyway, that's what I would really like to get to is right now within a week, some of my videos get 1500 views, right? So I would like to be able to have them pass 10,000 views within a week of being published. Number two is I want to reach 150,000 subscribers. Right now I'm just about at 90,000 subscribers. So I hope that that is attainable. And number three is post one video a week. I really want to be consistent with one video a week. There have been times where I've posted three times a week and two times a week. And I think with all of my other content that I am really focusing on, I think once a week is going to allow me to be actually consistent in not only frequency of posting, but also the quality of the videos. And again, YouTube is important because it is the number one way that I drive clients to my business. This is how I get leads and, you know, make this business happen. So it's, it's very important. Okay. So now, you know, my goals, let's talk about how we're going to make this happen. Also, can we just acknowledge how scary it is to share your goals publicly with everyone like this? Because I might look back in September or something of this year and say, oh my gosh, what were you thinking, Katie? There's no way that you can achieve that. We've given up TikTok ages ago. I don't know. I hope that's not the case. I I really do think that it's stuff that I can tackle. It's just a matter of priorities. So anyway, that's just to say there are my goals. Now, how am I going to make them happen? (laughs) So this is what I've done in the past couple days as I've been planning for 2021 and what my work schedule is going to look like. And a big part of this was building up my team in the last little bit of 2020 to get to the point where I wouldn't be so heavily depended on for the content production side of things for my business. So I've got lots of really talented people that can create Instagram content, write captions, do YouTube SEO research, edit podcasts, all that kind of great stuff. So I don't have to be coming in and actually like spending a huge bulk of my time doing those things for clients. I can provide guidance with strategy and the creative side. And then I want to be focusing this year on my marketing and sales. So that being said in 2021, you know, I sat down, I'm looking at my calendar and I have carved out time each week or each month, depending on the task to do all of the tasks associated with these goals. So basically you have to go and look through your goals and say, okay, so for instance, let's talk about reaching 10,000 monthly downloads. How am I going to do that? Right? So what am I actually going to do to get to that point? And so then I say, okay, well, First things first, what I'm going to need to do is make sure that I post a podcast every single week. I cannot miss. I have to be consistent because that's one of the number one things from the past year. I've been very inconsistent with the podcast. So, okay, I know I need to post every week. And then I ask myself, okay, well, what does posting every week look like? Like, how am I going to make that happen? So then I say, okay, I know that I'm most efficient when I batch work. It's so much better and so much less stressful to have a bunch of content prepared ahead of time. So I know I want to do this once a month. So I've scheduled in time for myself to like, I think it's on the third Wednesday of the month. I have two hours to sit down and write four podcast scripts. So that's enough for a month or however many, I just write the podcast scripts for the following month. And I post every Monday. So however many Mondays there are, I write that many podcast scripts. And then the Friday of that same week, I scheduled myself in two hours to record all those podcasts. My podcasts tend to be about like half an hour, 40 minutes at the most long. So if I really sit down and focus on it, I can record four podcasts in 30, wait, not 30 minutes, (laughs) 30 minutes times four, which is 
two hours. So those are the kinds of things that I'm talking about is like you take each goal and you figure out what steps you actually need to take to make it happen. So again, along with this 10,000 monthly downloads thing, just to really go in on this as an example, I know I have to write the scripts, record the podcasts, and then I send them over to Gabriel, shout out to Gabriel who's editing them. And then I also know that I want to really increase the SEO on my episodes and make them really, really professional. So I know that I'm going to spend time each week writing essentially a blog post that is SEO optimized to go along with that podcast. So then hopefully it can rank in Google. So I've scheduled myself a half an hour every Friday that I am going to spend getting the podcast episode ready for publishing, making sure that it is polished and professional and ready to go the following Monday so that I know it has its best chance of performing well. Another thing I'm going to do, I want to be a guest on 12 podcasts. That's about one a month. So I'm going to make a list of podcasts that are in that top 50 marketing that I want to reach. And I'm going to reach out to them and I'm going to say, Hey, I've got this great episode idea that I'd love to do on your show. Could we do a collab? Like, could I get on your podcast and even invite them to be on mine and do that kind of networking that is hopefully going to grow my audience and eventually increase those downloads. So Hopefully that illustrates it for you. I know we really just did a deep dive into podcast growth strategy, which maybe isn't what you came for, but I hope that it illustrates that for every single goal, you need to ask yourself, like, how am I going to make that happen? And then what are all the steps involved in that? How much time are they going to take? And when am I going to do them? And I think that that is really the thing that sets apart like a dream from a goal is actually putting it in your schedule and saying like, I'm going to do it because Let's be honest, if you have a goal like grow my podcast, but you don't sit down and ask yourself, when are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? How long is it going to take? What are the tasks? What are the deadlines? It's not going to happen. Like you really need to build it into your schedule to ensure that you're going to get it done. So that is kind of what I have done for myself. I've gone through my calendar and I've given myself time each week or each month, depending on the frequency of the task. And I'm going to make sure that I build that into my schedule every week and I get that stuff done. In addition to that, I've created some brainstorming systems for myself to make some of these things more efficient. So I'm kind of setting myself up for success with, for example, Instagram content creation or TikTok content creation. I've created like spreadsheets where I can, you know, enter in content ideas and then it's automatically slotted into a day on the calendar. And it's just those processes that are going to help you be a little bit more efficient and and keep you on track that it's really good to set up now before you get into it because it's just going help you stick to it in the long term. And then speaking of that, after this point of really, really scheduling everything in and saying like, this is when I'm getting stuff done. I'm going to do it. These are all the tasks. At that point, it, it really just becomes kind of a mindset thing and being determined to actually do it. So speaking of that, let's just talk about mindset for a couple minutes here. It's so easy to get discouraged Trust me, I am like the queen of getting discouraged when things aren't going your way. It feels like, oh my gosh, my YouTube channel's dying. Nobody's watching it, whatever. That is so unproductive. And that's really what I've learned is like, yeah, maybe that is true. Even if, even if it's true, Katie, that your YouTube channel's dying, why waste time being discouraged about it? Why not work on it and, you know, make it make it better. So then you don't have like, then you'll feel better about it. You know what I mean? So even when you aren't seeing the results, you really just need to push through 
chances are you probably just haven't done it for long enough yet. I know that's so annoying to hear, but we're all impatient as hell. Like, let's be honest, it's true. We want things to happen overnight. It's not gonna, it's gonna take time. So you really just have to keep going and just be determined to continue. Even if things like go poorly for you, like you've just got to pick yourself up and keep on going because that is how, that's how goals are achieved. To make a really cheesy reference, I, I felt very inspired by a TikTok I came across the other day. I don't know if any of you like Taylor Swift and I, I do. I've become kind of a bit of a Swifty because the, because of TikTok really. And I saw a clip from, I think it was from her like documentary that came out on Netflix probably last year or something. And it was basically a scene where she got a phone call where she was waiting for the phone call to hear what Grammy nominations she got for her album reputation. And I'm pretty sure she didn't get any at all. And she was just like, well, then I'm going to make a better album. And then her friend on the phone is like saying, oh no, like reputation was a good album. Don't feel like that. And she's like, no, I'm just going to make a better album. And then this TikTok like cut to the success of Lover and it was like so satisfying. The point is like, obviously it can be disappointed when you put a lot of work into something and then it doesn't go over as well as you think it's going to. But I think that scene just illustrates how, you know, at least for, for Taylor Swift, she doesn't spend time dwelling on that. She's just like, well, then I'm going to do it better next time. And I, I think that is something that we should try to strive towards when it comes to content creation. Like don't get upset if your YouTube video doesn't get as many views as you want. Don't worry if your podcast isn't getting the downloads you want. Just tell yourself, tell that friend on the phone, well, I'm going to make a better album. I'm just going to do it better next time. And if you keep that attitude, then I think that you're just going to keep improving. So another side though, of the mindset thing that I do want to talk about is as much as I want you to stick to what you're doing, like don't give up so soon. Like you have to at least try to do this for the first three months of the year before you decide whether or not you want to continue. However, it is important that after that three month timeline or whatever, that you do give yourself the opportunity to evaluate the situation and know when it's time to pivot. Things can change so quickly, especially with social media. So you want to keep reevaluating your goals every quarter to make sure that they still make sense for your current direction. So like, for instance, you know, my goal right now is make this number of TikToks. Well, you know, maybe in like April, some brand new social media platform is going to become huge. And then, um, I should be spending time on that instead of TikTok. Like who knows, you can't predict the future. So it's just important that you do stay attuned to your bigger picture goals and keep an eye out for what might be on the horizon that might be helping you with those bigger picture goals in a more significant way than the things that you thought about in January. So that's just to say, know when it's time to pivot, but don't don't just, I guess, default to that too quickly. Uh, that's something I've done in the past is like, oh, well, it's not working, better try something new. And then you never try anything long enough to know if it really is gonna work. So that's that's a fine balance to know when is the time to change things up and when is the time to keep on going. So just something to keep in mind. There's not any like hard and fast rules about that. It's, it's just something that you have to kind of feel out as you go. So... That brings us to my final piece of advice for achieving your 2021 goals. And that, my friends, is patience. If my mom were listening to this right now, she would probably laugh right in my face because I have been the least patient person pretty much my entire life. I have a very hard time waiting for things to happen, which is why I tend to just make things happen like (laughs) as quickly as I can. 
I don't know. I think in some ways my impatience has led to my, my drive and like ambition and like determination. But that being said, it's important to have patience, especially in the world of social media growth, because it takes a long time to grow, especially on Instagram. You need to have patience and persistence because if you start implementing your strategies and one week or even three weeks in, you're like, I'm not seeing results. It takes time. It just really takes time. So please be patient. I know, I know it's frustrating, but it will come together. It will come together if you have patience. Let me know what your goals are for 2021 on Instagram. You can send me a DM, comment on my latest post, and let me know that you came from my podcast, first of all, because I always love to hear when people are listeners of the Creator Club, members of the Creator Club. So let me know, and yeah, we can talk about your goals and uh, figure out what the best strategies are gonna be for you to implement them, and I'm so excited. I just, I think... This is going to be your year. I think it's going to go well. And I can't wait to be along with you every step of the way with these weekly episodes. So thank you so much for listening to this first episode of Creator Club in 2021. I can't wait for what the rest of the year will bring. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the Creator Club podcast. If you listen to this entire episode, I want to know who you are. Send me a DM on Instagram at Katie Steckley so we can chat. Do you want to be part of the official creator club? You can join my insider squad Facebook group by going to katiesteckley.com slash club. I'd love to see you there. Finally, if you're looking for more value packed content like this, check out my YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Katie. Go to my channel and search Instagram hacks, and I promise you won't be disappointed. If you want to hear more episodes like this and support this show to continue, please leave me a review in iTunes. It really helps me out. And you just might get featured on the next episode as the review of the week. Leave your IG handle in the review so I can give you a shout out. Again, thanks so much for listening. And as always, I hope you are having adventures and following your dreams. And I'll catch you next week, Creator Club.